initiate startup process. Now, all the way live. Hey, yo, <laughs> y'all know what this is. Jamming the most hip-hop and R&B. I want to introduce to y'all. Infamous. Call your friends and tell them it's going down now. It's going down. You understand that? This is live. Let's go. In five, four, three, two, one. Alright, officially locked into the infamous hour, officially sponsored by Boom Bap Nation. And of course, A Palm Clothing. If you need some dope gear, go see my guy A Palm. He's in Bridgeport, Connecticut. And of course, always log on to www.boombapnation.com. Here on the infamous hour, one of the things that we're gonna do, we're gonna pay homage to the culture of hip hop. It's only right. We're gonna attack all angles of, of the foundation, the five elements. People forget that there's five elements of hip-hop, the breakdance and the graffiti. And, and, and one of the aspects of it has always been battle rapping. And the guy on my left right now is a pioneer of the battle rap scene, but just rap in general. I mean, he's discovered some dope artists from Immortal Technique to Jin, and he's really made a very good career for himself. Brooklyn's own Poison Pet in the building. What's up, yeah. brother? How you feeling? You good? Yo, one of the things that I just found out about you is that you voice characters in Grand Theft Auto. That was flavor. Like, so yeah. w- which games were you in and what characters do you do? I did a lot of work with, uh, with Rockstar Games in particular. And it's funny because that came because years ago, I was in a battle. Uh-huh. Straight like that. I was in a battle. And one of the dudes that was in the battle was like, yo, you got a dope voice. You ever thought about doing voiceovers? I'm like, nah. <laughs> like, straight like that. And he was like, yo, take my number. Luckily, I'm a nigga that don't change his number like that. You feel me? I keep my number. You know what I'm saying? And it's my man to this day. My man, shout out to my man Juba. You know what I'm saying? My man Greg and all that. <clears throat> he ended up working for Rockstar Games. You know what I'm saying? He called me up one, one day. I was just chilling. He called me. I'm like, yo, you, you still trying to do this work? I'm like, yeah, what's up? Yo, we doing this game. Come through, read for a part. I'm like, bro, I don't know how to act, bro. He was like, just come through. So, boom, I started just doing all these lines and shit and all that, you know. The lines of the script, not lines, the lines of the script. Yeah. <laughs> so I started doing all these lines and all that, and they was like, yo, you pretty dope. And that day I did, I locked up, I did Warriors back in the day. The first game I did was Warriors. That was Warriors? Like, that was back in like 04. Holy shit, Warriors. You know that was a PS2. Yeah, that's so crazy. That's old, you feel uh-huh. me? So I did a bunch of games. I did I did music for them, a lot of games and shit, but I did Warriors, and, and as far as the Grand Theft Auto, I was in a, three different Grand Theft Autos, Liberty City, Vice City, Gay Tony, um... Yeah, so I did a bunch of characters in uh in the uh in the Gay Tony uh edition edition of the Grand Theft Auto. I was uh this dude named PG Clayton, mm-hmm. and it was a whole mission. It was interesting, man. So you know, I've been doing stuff like that for years. You know, just utilizing my my gift or my voice any way I can. So you know, shouts to Rockstar Games and just, you know, got and, and it kind of blew up. That. And I don't think mm-hmm. anyone could have really understood how far video games were going to blow up. I mean, right. video games really took off. It, it's kind of, especially in this age of social media, it's kind of taking over these kids' lives. And it says, and particularly Grand Theft Auto, the interesting thing about Grand Theft Auto is that Grand Theft Auto was one of the first games to really incorporate hip-hop, especially yeah. like in the, in, in the, in, in the stations, like yep, the game station. radio and, and yep. all, those, all those different types of aspects. What was that check like, though? What was that check like, that <laughs> rock star check? Let's talk yeah, about yeah. that shit. The, 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 the first one wasn't one. Yeah, okay. It's off the arm. It's exposed. Try it later. Yeah. The first one wasn't one at all. It was like experience, credit, whatever. And then and then after that, when I got the main roles, you know, they, they took care of my they took care of motherfucker. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, like, it ain't it ain't like put me in a whole different like yeah. lifestyle. It definitely it definitely uh definitely got me a lot of good looks. It definitely put me in a in a better place. And 
opened a lot of doors for me and stuff. You know what yeah. I'm saying? So, you know, shouts to, shouts to Rockstar Games. You know what I mean? I'm ready for the next one. You Absolutely. Me? And then there's a whole bunch of new games coming out. So hopefully Poison Pen could be involved in some of these things that we have going and, on. And, I, and, it's, and, it, and I'd rather be a voice than actually, I'm trash at video games. <laughs> so you're not actually <laughs> nice if you can grab that auto. Yo, son, every game that I was ever in, I can, hard, I can never play to get to where I can hear myself. Nah, it's always... <laughs> I'll be getting my boots smoked in every game, you feel me? If it ain't like Street Fighter, you yeah. know what I mean? But yeah, so, nah, it's, it, but, it, but it's dope to like, you know, play games and stuff and just hear hear your voice and just hear missions and hear yourself. And it's like, and I don't, it's, it's, it's kind of been like a sequence. It's, I've, I've been doing that, I did that for years, I did that years ago. The voiceover joint, yeah. it's like, people didn't realize. Mm-hmm. So many people like, yo, that's you? I'm like, yeah, that was me. Whatever. It, it, it's such a huge market, like just doing like jingles and stuff. Yeah. And when I was on National Geographic, I've, I produced the whole set of of the segment that I was on. Oh, like, it was okay. like eleven minutes. So I mean, I'm still collecting still residuals. I'm still I'm, I'm yeah. collecting international residuals. Mm-hmm. Like it's much different. Um, one of the dope things about you though is like you have discovered like a lot of dope artists from Diabolic to Jin. But Immortal Technique is definitely like someone that you've worked with yeah. that has kind of really exploded into the, the personification of an unsigned artist being able to survive in this climate. As such as himself and and and, um, and Tech Nine, how did you meet Immortal Technique? How did that whole relationship come together? Um, we have mutual friends. We have mutual friends from from like high school and shit. You know what I'm saying? But we weren't close like that at mm. that time at all. But we have mutual friends. Um, around early college, son got sent up a little bit and all that. You know what I mean? You follow his story to get all that information. But he went. He went. Yeah. He, got, he got sent up north. Did a little bit. When son came home, <clears throat> excuse me. When son came home, we was active out on the scene. You feel mm-hmm. me? Throwing events, doing these battles. We was young. We was kids. We was just, you know, still running around. It was still the free, it was still the freestyle era battling for the mm-hmm. most part. You feel me? And uh, we used to run around the same circles. And he was rocking with my dudes, Wax Poetic. My, this, it was a um, band called Dugius, and he, he he rolled with them and all that. And uh, actually, he <laughs> he ended up battling my man. And like. <laughs> and, and they work out. <laughs> he, did, he did him filthy. You oh, feel me? Man. And I'm the type of dude like I always give credit where credit's due. Like even if like I'm not I'm not gonna clown my man. Mm-hmm. But if, if I if if I felt you did you did a good job, it's a sport, bro. I don't have no animosity towards you. I'm gonna be like, yo, son, you you did your numbers, bro. So long story short, he 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 did one of my man's dirty. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I just stepped to him like, yo, son, what's good? Hey, what's like, up? Yeah, you know. And then um. We just hit it off from that point on, man. You know, and, and it's funny because he just came home, so his his mentality was a lot more um, rough around the edges and shit. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So we just started from that from that day on. We was just, you know, everything we did was together. You know what I mean? If I if I got, and, and at that time, my my name was uh, a little further along than his, mm. so I was doing I was doing little shows and shit, getting like little five, six, seven hundred dollars here and there. But you know, I'm still doing shows. You know, at that time, he wasn't getting paid shows of that for that of that um that nature so I always felt that he needed to be heard you feel me and this is you know this is before um he was all before he was mostly political you know now his material is mostly political back then it was a little more angry a lot of a lot of a lot of like psycho the temperature was different yeah he was yeah. some, some, some crazy shit but um end of the day like I just I saw the talent I always I always saw people's talent you understand what I'm saying? And I felt that he needed to be heard. 
So when I was getting these little shows all around, I was just like, yo, son, come with me. Come with me. I got a plate for you. I got a plate for you. And everywhere I went, I would just take tech with me. You know what I mean? And you know what I mean? If I if I had a if I had a 20 minute set, I'll give you five. Fuck it. Let you get a verse, acapella, a song, whatever. And I would just take them all around with me. I'm talking, we 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 run around doing shows with like 20 niggas in one hotel room. Getting a, getting two pizza pies splitting between mad yeah. niggas, but we was out there doing these shows. Really though, you feel me? Yeah. Really it was a, it was a it was a part of, it was a part of um the independent grind. And yeah. so you know he took the ball and ran with it. You know what I mean? I didn't put him on. Yeah. I gave him direction and helped yeah. him out. He passed the rock. Yeah, and and, he, and that's and that's and honestly, in hip hop, that's 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 kind of what I do. Yeah. Because, yo, I ain't got no ego. I mean, I got ego when it comes to me rhyming. You feel me? I got ego with that. Like, I'm nice. Fuck that. But when it comes to, I ain't got no, I ain't got no, like, unless we got a real personal issue. Yo, fam, I ain't got no problem. Yo, if I could, if I could do something, if I could look out and, and plug you and get you somewhere a little closer than where you was at, a little closer to your goal, it, it, it don't take nothing away from me by giving you that look. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah. And, and honestly, you know, doing that with my brother, it, it helped me out in the long run, too, because we still, we still team now and his star is his star is shining you yeah. feel me so and he's, he's definitely made and it, like, and it was cool and it was like good to play a part of that and, and, and I'm still a part of you know I, me and Immortal Technique are still brothers man we just came off a tour we just did the prelude to the middle passage tour just came back uh, about a month ago so we, we still going strong man so shout out to my brother Immortal Technique man. absolutely you know not, not to fast forward too much but mm-hmm. like as we know music changes every 10 years and right now we're kind of in a weird situation with music where in reality, there really is no dominant sound. It seems like there is, but there really isn't. There's so many different dominant sounds. You got drill. You got this. Now you got the boom bap sound coming. We're approaching a time where it'll almost become a conversation where hip-hop has to be treated like rock and roll. We have soft rock. You have classic rock. You have, I mean, this is what hip-hop has become now. Do you ever think there'll be room for that type of music, like the modal techniques of the world, the technons of the world, to have the dominant sound, or even in a sense like common, let's say like like a conscious rapper, is there room for that to kind of take over hip hop? In a sense, we've never really had that at, at all in one moment. We've had well, pockets of it, but as far as the dominant sound, who knows, man? I mean, ignorance is pretty much always is gonna be a yeah. dominant sound. Oh, always. I mean, no disrespect. I, I spit ignorance in myself. You feel me? Um, but you know, a lot of a lot of things. Um, as far but as far as um. I mean, bro, son's been active for 20 years and, and is one of the highest grossing touring artists, hip-hop artists on the planet. So, I mean, something's working. Yeah. And I don't hear none of this shit on the radio. So, I mean, there's always pockets of hip-hop that don't get pushed to the forefront. Like, we sitting here talking right now. I've been living off hip-hop my, 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 all my adult life, and a lot of niggas don't know who the fuck I am. Mm-hmm. I'm cool with that, though. I'm good. Like, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because it's not about what everybody sees. It's about my body of work. Of course, yeah. It's about my resume. It's about how I take care of my fam. So I don't really trip off. Even if niggas see me, be like, oh, like, they they, they might see me in a battle. At a battle. I'm not battling, though. They yeah. might see me at a battle that I throw or I host it or whatever. Or they might see me in the background or whatever and be like, yo, what the fuck that nigga do? How about I book the matchup? How about I pay both these niggas? How about, mm-hmm. <laughs> how about I ran this whole mother... How, yeah. how about I put this whole shit together? You feel me? I did everything but write these niggas' rhymes. You feel me? So, like, I'm not worried about what the public perceives. I know what it actually is. So, um, as far as that particular sound being the dominant sound of hip-hop, 
I don't know if it's gonna be the dominant, especially in this climate right now. Like, there's there's a lot of things that that try to suppress um, you know, positive. Positive messages and shit like that. Yeah, you might positive that messages. Shit there's a lot. Of, there's a lot of shit suppressing that. But at the same light time, light. we got we got light social up. media. We got light it up. We got social media. Like you don't really need. Yeah. Well, you don't. I'm, you, I'm you not, don't not saying you don't need. That's let me rephrase that. It always helps to have someone that wants to play your music, help you help you push your brand further. Yeah. I'd be a fool to say it doesn't help, but it's not. As important as it was, important at one time. as it once was. Not it's it's very important, but it's not as important. Like you could you could pre social media, right? But so when it was more word of mouth, right? We we because we come that from the, we come push. from the time we had to pan, we had to pound the paper hit the street. Yeah, no, you had to really That's, and you had to be nice on oh, top of that. So now it's like you know yeah. because social media, the wave travels and the kids always run the world, right? But it spreads quicker now, right? Because whereas before we literally had to go from. Fuck city to city. I'm from the star, right? I don't, you know what I'm saying? I'm from Notion Ave. I'm from NA Rock, right? So before I had the, before the, before the app, before social media got super popping, I'm talking about when we was coming up. You know what I'm saying? I had to, I had to prove myself on my block first. I lived above the barbershop, my nigga. If anybody knows hip hop. Yeah, that's real hip hop. I lived above the barbershop. Anytime somebody was downstairs rhyming, yo, pen, yo, what's up? I had to prove myself dead. And then from Nostrand, I had to go to Marcy. And then from the next, I had to go to the next, I had to go to Sumner, to Brevoort, to LG. You feel me? Then, 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 then go from hood to hood, then borough to borough. Like, it was really block by block by block by block. You ain't got to do that shit no more. These niggas is lit. They ain't never did a show. Never did nothing. I agree with you. Like, yeah. ain't never been on stage. Mm-hmm. Son, don't even know how to don't even know how to control the crowd. Speak to nobody. Like a lot, a lot of uh, lot, uh, social media, um, it makes people s- skip certain steps. You know what I mean? A lot of a lot of a lot of a lot of, a lot of the ways that that um are implemented now gives people the ability to skip steps, and it, and it paints an illusion mm-hmm. that shit really is what it ain't. You know what I mean? So, um, yeah, it's just, it was just it was just a diff- it's just a different monster, man. But as far as being in the forefront, I don't know if it's gonna be, that that, that brand music will ever be in the forefront. But a lot of people are listening, and we and we've been thriving this long, so it's in the yeah. forefront of some people's minds. I think I you know? think there's definitely room for it when you look at like the artists that sell the most in hip hop. Mm-hmm. They're all content based rappers. Right. So I mean, there's a reason why someone like you know, let's say Kodak Black only sells ninety thousand copies, is on the radio every day. But then there's also a reason why Odd Future beats DJ Khaled in 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 first week so Billboard just wanted, sales. So just he just won a Grammy. There's a reason why artists like J Cole and and Kendrick Lamar, and even Drake and Nicki. I mean, all, all, all the dope lyricists. So content will definitely, uh, it should come back to the forefront at some point. No, it, it should. But the funny thing is, if you look at the world that's painted to you by social media, you will be led to believe that certain artists don't even exist. And that that is correct. Like, yeah. okay, mm-hmm. most to the average young person in hip hop, they'll go to a complex or they go check an academic shit like that. I check, I check, I check them as well. But you know, I'm pr- I'm pretty sure I'm older than a lot of those, a lot of the kids and shit like that. So I know multiple 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 ways to get my information. Plus, I'm out here, so I I get information. First hand basis, you understand? What I'm saying, but uh, it, it, man, I'm trying, I'm trying to find a way to to, to to word it right. Um, if you look at some of these niggas, right, and this this is not a, a shot, it's just a fact. 
if you look at uh, academics and shit like that, right? You certain niggas are never on there. First of all, the, one of one of the hottest collectives now is my niggas from upstate. Griselda, Griselda right? shout to Griselda. Shout to them. They doing their numbers, whatever. Just you know. But if you look at the academics and shit like that, these niggas don't even exist. Yeah. Because they only cover this certain subgenre, which you know they cover the trap dudes, mm-hmm. they cover the, the a lot of the drill. They, they cover the, they cover. What's, what's that over there? That's something brown? That's all Henny, Henny oh, on deck, man. Yo, Shout out to Hennessy. Please, please and thank you. We, we need a Hennessy sponsorship, man. Please Blue Bat Nation, reach out. You can't, you can't, <laughs> you can't suddenly. Nah, I'm good on the Red Bull. Oh, they all the Red Bull. You can't, you can't suddenly pass the Henny like, like I wasn't going to see it. I always make it a point. <laughs> I always make it a point to artists in general. Like, because, you know, I, I do I do showcases here in New York. And one of the things, salute, one of the things that I push in my showcase is bars. I incorporated a live cypher mm-hmm. into my showcase when we first started the New Artist Spotlight Showcase. We would have 30 artists doing quote-unquote trap. And right. once they saw I was only rewarding guys that was able to write content, they were going home and actually writing content and coming back and being proud to show me. So now it, it's reversed. But I always make it a point to them to know that there's only one artist in Times Square right now, and that's West Side Gun. Mm-hmm. It don't matter whether that's, those that's billboards the, are payable or not. There's the, only one the point, rapper. That's the point I was trying to get at. Like, you look at some of these outlets, you... Yo, bro, you you think like those brothers already even covered by these outlets? You feel me? But then every show I go to, when I see these niggas, sold out, sold the fuck out, crazy. Talk. And, and it's been like that for at least three years. Yeah. Like these, these, you know, I fucks with these niggas. Yeah, they we, really we, moving. We, yeah. we, we, you know, we good. Like you know, we we call you and shit. Yeah. Those my niggas. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, but if you look at academics and these guys, these motherfuckers don't even exist. But maybe now because they was on Jimmy Fallon. Yeah. And and and, and you know, so and they was at the Rock. Nation shit. So now there's some, you know, other eyes on it. But you turn on the radio, you don't hear the brothers. You understand what I'm saying? But at the same time, I know for a fact they selling more merch than these niggas. They killing it. Lil, whoever the fuck that got three million followers on his on his on his platform can't pack out SOBs though. You don't see a disconnect in that, yeah, my nigga. It doesn't make sense. But that, but but you know what? These niggas was hitting their audience. They're like, yo, fuck with y'all niggas. This thing we know how to we know how to hit our audience, and that's and that's that's one thing coming from coming from my era. We know how to hit the street and hit the people that fuck with us on the hit, ground, personal on the ground. Like we do meet and greets. Like my bro, tell you right here. Like I'm I'm well known, but I don't consider myself a celebrity. But a lot of people know me. You know what I'm saying? I'll be the first nigga to the last nigga to leave. Anybody that got something to say to me, we can have a conversation. Like, as long as you got some common sense, you can be on dickhead coming yeah, up to yeah. me just acting no stupid. Mm-hmm. But anybody, I will sit there and give anybody the chance to, yeah. Five minutes. Motherfuckers be waiting to leave in the car. Like, yo, we got to go. I'm like, well, chill, chill. Because at the end of the day, that means something to me because I'm not on the radio. You know what I'm saying? I'm blessed to have these opportunities good looking. But I ain't on the, you know what I'm saying? I don't, be, I don't do this every day. You know what I'm saying? I mean, I, I, I do my, I'm on my craft every day, but as far as, Interviews of high platforms. We don't do this shit every day. You know, it's because our, our side don't get covered like that. Mm-hmm. But best believe I'm on tour all the fucking the time. Yeah. You, you understand what I'm saying? In, in your opinion, who whose fault do you think that is? Do you think it's the DJ or more of the station or the label? Like, kind of like, who, who, who do you think is would be responsible from your perspective? Everybody got a responsibility and shit. Before... DJ was the tastemaker. I I used to turn on Clue. Well, let's go get Clue CDs to hear who he's pushing. To hear Fab, Paul Kane, 18, 
Ransom, Hitchcock. You understand what I'm saying? Whatever Dipset shit was popping, when they was destroying every mixtape for fucking years straight. Like, I would, I would go to the DJ for them to tell me, like, who I should look for. For whatever reason, that doesn't exist anymore. You know what I'm saying? The yeah. DJ, you got to edit it straight. You understand well, what I'm saying? So, I mean, me as a DJ, I break records. I always play unsigned artists, so I, I don't have the limitation. I, I definitely wasn't general, like, generalizing no, you. But no, you I'm not saying me, but I'm saying me as a DJ, uh-huh. on my particular platform, we don't have the, the restriction. But I know, like, when I bring some FM DJs, they shocked that you can play whatever you want. Whatever you want. Pull that shit out. Pull out the poison pen. No, but then you was like, yo, you better be a joy. I'm like. Nah, yeah. it's go time. That's what we but, play. But if, if, it's I, weird, I'm, I'm, mas- I'm mastering yeah. this shit now. Yeah, so yeah, I'm like, yeah. I'm not going to play. If it was mastered, I'd have gave you that shit early because I'm, I, yeah. I want niggas to hear it. But I'm not going to see some unmastered shit just for the, we'll, we'll be back. We'll get to that. Yeah. You feel me? Like, this, this we going to build. You know what I'm saying? But. You know your platform. You're able to do that, and 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 and, and, on, and on the um, you know, serious and all that. Shade four or five motherfuckers who play what they play, say what they say, do what they do. A lot of DJs have their hands tied, but at the same time, we all still have social media. Yeah. Just how just how to, just how all the artists. Pop, we can do the same thing. You don't need, you don't need your program director for your social media page. So they control that too. Well, like so I so let us know let us know what we need what we, let need, us know what to. we need to do. Let, let, well, well. Let us know what, you know, you, you, it's all about breaking, breaking new artists, breaking new ground. What's the, what's the newest amazing artist? He ain't got to be no nigga that rap a million bars. He ain't got to be the most gangsterous nigga, whatever, like whoever's dope, whatever, whatever it is, you know what I'm saying? But your, 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 the point is to find out who the newest, who the new artist that's going to push the envelope further for the next generation. You feel me? That's what keeps the lights on for the entire culture. You got to keep pushing. You got to keep reaching for new and giving people other options, which is why I always was like, I, it was never all about me, except for when I'm when I'm rhyming, it's all about me. But as soon as I stop rapping, it's always about, yo, what can we do? Every time I do a show, I pull my niggas up. I toured the whole country, and every city I went to that had a nigga, that, that, that one of my niggas that battled, that, that, that I could put on stage, that, okay, you do music? I went to St. Louis, I bought B-Magic out. I went to L.A., I bought Howard the Don out. I went to fucking Boston, I had Chilla Jones pull up. You know what I'm saying? I'm putting niggas on stage because you know what? You 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 might you might not have had the opportunity at, at a battle. It's different, but okay. Now that you, if you make music, I'm, I'm going to try to help you get ears on that side too because it's, it's a totally different audience. It's a totally different thing. So I'm trying to give niggas plates. It will. I'm giving niggas plates. You know what I'm saying? I was always about giving other people opportunities as well as pushing my brand. You know what I'm saying? So, but, you know, a lot of people don't do that. They, yeah. they, or, or, or they'll have they that, that one artist yeah. and act like no other artist exists. You know what I mean? Or, or if we're not playing this fucking, this game where we scratching each other's back or doing some other fuck shit, we ain't gonna, we ain't gonna play each other's music. You know what I'm saying? And, 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 I, and I know politics exists because this is just the world. You know what I'm saying? But, Shit. But at the same time, bro, like politics shouldn't have to control everything, bro. Absolutely. You feel me? I'm glad that you brought up the battle rap shit because Poison Pen TV yeah. was one of the early, mm-hmm. if not the first uh premier battle joint. I like how did you actually come up with the concept for Poison Pen TV? Um, well, the modern this this modern era of battle rap we started with, with uh with Grind Time. And that was years back. That was the first battle league that that was running regular events and building new uh, 
artists, new new battle, new new MCs, whatever have you. Um, the scene was kind of dying down for a while. Smack was killing the game with the DVDs. You know, Smack DVD was landmark in the, in the yeah. fucking hip hop culture, and everybody's favorite part of that shit was going to the end and watching the fucking like all the other shit was cool, but niggas wanted to go to the end and watch Mook verse whoever, Jim yeah, yeah. verse whoever verse, all that shit. Rex, young Rex. That's what niggas. That was in the. That's what niggas in the barbershop was trying to see. You feel me? Well, but that was a different era. And and, and um. And it kind of died down for a while. It died down for a while, and then uh, in Florida, they started doing these little these battles and shit. And it wasn't huge known MCs at the time, but it was still a um <clears throat> a novel thing for the for, for online. So uh, they started uploading, started uploading these battles on this grind time channel, and this thing started taking off. Partnered up with uh with Worldstar, and this is early Worldstar. Yeah, it's early when it you wasn't. You understand what I'm saying? So Grind Time was a battle league that had a bunch of different divisions. You know what I'm saying? I ran the uh, East Coast. It was New York City, but East Coast. You feel me? So I ran Grind Time East Coast. It was passed on to me from my brother PH Pumpkinhead. Rest in peace to my brother. And him and uh, it was Jay's Juice or was it Frankie Raps? Jay's Juice ran it first, passed it to PH. Then I took over from there. But when I took over, I, I made it into, like, with, with help, obviously, but I made it into a fucking monster. You know, before it was there, it was cool. It was good. But um, I saw things that we may needed to improve upon. And that's why my brother PH called me, because I had experience in throwing events, <clears throat> excuse me, since a kid. I've been throwing events, I've been throwing events in New York. 20 years, since like 2000, I was throwing events. You feel me? So I was doing this shit since I was in school. You feel me? So, um, like I said, I never... <clears throat> damn, pardon me, man. Excuse me, I need some water. That fucking wig. <laughs> yeah, I need some fucking water. Yo, give some but, um, <laughs> oh, They got water, water right there. You need some energy to wash that. <laughs> yeah, I need, I need some water right quick. But yeah, it was... um. So I was throwing events. So I always had my, my business hat on. I was always about, we, we can get some money. Like, yeah. I love rapping, but at the time, I was already making no money from that. If I booked the event... If I rented out the club myself, oh, that's me. So <clears throat> I had that know-how, plus um, me being an artist as well. So PH called me in to um, help him out. Anyway, long story short, I took over. So I started throwing events. And um, we, we we had people such as, you know, we brought out DNA. Yeah. Uh, Howard the Don, Kassid, Philly Swain, Swave Sever. Rome, it's a, so so many so many people, man. I, I can't even. And uh, we we just started building MCs up, you know what I mean. And I just started throwing these events with Grind Time, and uh, started booking battles like Swave uh, Seven versus Disaster. So you were basically more on the booking side of it. Like I was throwing everything. I was I was I was I was making it. I was making and the matchups. And, and and I'm I, I've been a promoter for a while too. It's not easy to be. A I, I was I was for Grind Time East Coast. I was Dana White. Period. Point blank. That, if you wanna, if you wanna use the UFC as a metaphor, I was Dana White. You know what I'm saying? I was financing. Well, the traditional version. You know what I'm saying? But I, I was financing everything. I was booking everything with the help of my team. But I was paying everybody yeah. out of. I was doing. Like I said, I was doing everything but the battle. I was doing everything but battling and DJing. You know what I'm saying? So I, you know, I I I, I grew a reputation for. Booking good fights. You know what I'm saying? 
I'm throwing these events. I'm packing out clubs. No one was ever doing that. I started throwing cards, you know, which is <clears throat> not, yo, we going to meet over here and battle in the, on the corner or in the gym or whatever. Like, nah, I got a venue. Actual these, venues. These are the SOBs type of shit, yeah. Bigger venues, obviously, right. but yeah. I was the person that was, that was you know, I was the venue guy. That's that's all I was doing for years. So I um, went from that, throwing those throwing those battles, and then I partnered up with URL. I love grind time and uh, got up with Smack. So I linked up with Smack because, you know, Smack is obviously a, a legend and a pioneer as well. You know what I mean? He was behind the camera at first, but now he's the face of URL. Um, URL TV, TV shout to them. So I linked up with them. Um, Grind Time was going through some uh, a little inner turmoil with the company. And I was just like, yeah, I ain't really want to deal with that. Shout to them. But it was a lot of shit that had nothing to do with me. So I'm like, let me just yeah, break back, off, yeah. do what I do. Because end of the day, I didn't need nobody to do what I did. You feel me? Like, to do what I do in New York, I don't need nobody help. You feel me? So I didn't need them for that. But, you know, the channel... And everything in the in the in the in the weight that the name had was good, but I didn't need them to do anything out here. I didn't I don't even, I didn't need nobody to do anything out here. But um Smack uh, and them they presented me with some something that sounded good. And it worked out. Worked out for a little bit. Did a did a bunch of events with them, you know, Sway mm-hmm. Seven vs. Head Ice. Partnered up with Smack uh for the Poison TV. You know, we had we had some conversations when I left uh Grind Time. And it sounded good at them at that time. So Joined over with Smack. I should I should have just started my, my own channel and everything, but hindsight's twenty twenty. So I, I partnered up with Smack and was just doing everything, and then you know doing just releasing my battles through that channel. Yeah. I mean, I mean it was it was the same operation. I was I was still doing the same exact shit. It was just I was just putting the battles out with Smack. Yeah. And uh, so I worked with them for a few years. And, and Smack had he has an amazing platform. Yeah, as sure. well, you know what I mean? Yeah. He has one of the yeah. elite we help, platforms. We help, we help build that platform. Yeah. Like, if you could start, if you could pick want... one battle that personifies battle rap, like just off the top of your head, one battle that personifies what battle rap is, what someone who's never seen a battle would expect to go, what would it be? Um, I want y'all to watch Sway 7 vs. That was a good question, yeah. <laughs> I want y'all to watch Sway Seven vs. Disaster, yo. Okay. Sway Seven vs. Disaster. Yeah. Disaster's amazing. Yeah, so Sway. Sway, yeah, they both amazing. I've yeah. seen Disaster a few times. I haven't seen them. Um, no, disasters, disasters is, is one of the is one of the worldwide faces of battle rap. I travel the world. I'm blessed to you know tour, and I'm I'm overseas quite often. And um, people that know me from battle rap, <clears throat> one of the main one of the main people they asked me about, he's like probably, it's like him and like Iron Solomon. Wow, Iron, that's a super throwback. Yeah, I remember Iron Solomon in the underground. Yeah, he was battling up the block. Iron he Solomon, that's a super right throwback. Yeah, shout to shout to my bro Solomon. Um, you know I, I help bring him back into the fold. I, I, I help. Um, I help. Uh, I was instrument instrumental behind his uh, comeback when he went back to. Uh, Battle rap, king of the dot, and all that. I helped facilitate. I facilitated that with organic. So shout out to my bro Iron Solomon. You know, look, check out Iron Solomon versus Run Rom Nitty. Iron Solomon versus Disaster. <coughs> Iron Solomon versus uh, Be Magic. Be Magic. Yeah, check those out. Check out any Iron Solomon battle, man. Iron Solomon. I, I remember I used to perform Iron Solomon at the Remote Lounge. 
way back in the day with Big Cal. Son Super said the remote lands. Super that, what, that's that's Bowery now, right? I, that's Bowery Electric. I think it is Bowery Electric. That is Bowery Electric. Electric. Now, yeah. yeah. Uh, remote Lounge. Shout out to Big Cal and, and Metro Supreme. He used to do the pyramid. I mean, Metro way Supreme. back. Yeah, I was, I was in, I was yeah. dabbling in that loop. Shout out to Metro Supreme, man. You know what I'm saying? That's that's my G from, from like. Those are the pioneers of the, the underground. That's yeah. my G from mm-hmm. when I was on Fulton Street every day. Like, I know Metro Supreme from back then. Like. So shouts to Sun. I don't know what what he doing now nowadays. I ain't seen him in a while. I'm not really sure. I think they just kind of just retired on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean he the on. big homie. I know he he a little older and shit. Yeah, he you put a lot shit. of people on MTV. I mean he did a lot. Yeah. Of, he did a lot of uh, amazing joints. Um, Shout to Metal Supreme, man. Word. Who if if uh, who right now is your pick? Let's say like the next elite battle rapper, someone that may be under the radar that people should look out for. Under the radar, Mac Myron. Mac Myron. You said that quick, like that was already like yeah. Jay Murder, Mac Myron. You feel me? Uh people that people should know, it will. It will. A lot of a lot of kids watch battle rap and they think that they could probably step in that arena. Like what are some of the traits that makes an elite battle rapper? Cause it's not there's a difference between rapping on the record and actually going on that stage. It requires a lot of animation, it requires a lot of different um things. So like, it, it, what are some pointers you can give someone that be watching this right now if they want to get into battle rap? Don't play. <laughs> Don't fuck around. The practice <laughs> makes perfect. Don't think just because you saw it <clears throat> on YouTube that it's that easy. You have to be able to um, command a crowd, a hostile crowd. Because niggas don't give half a fuck about you. So you have to win a crowd over. Be confident enough to look this man in his eyes and tear him down. You understand what I'm saying? Be ready for whatever you have to say back. Maybe I, I may have to rebuttal something, whatever. Still keep the crowd entertained. Engaged. 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 Remember your motherfucking rhymes. <laughs> this it's like yo, it's 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 a, it's it's a serious thing, man. Um, this may sound this this may sound stupid. Nah, it don't sound stupid. Yo, if you really like practice, and I mean rap all the time. Like yo, I'm a grown ass man. I fuck. I be in my apartment by myself. Getting your ball, and I'm not even battling nobody. Yeah. But I'm on stage all the time. I, I I I I hate forgetting rhymes. I need to be. This how this how I eat. This how I eat. You understand what I'm saying? So got to be on your pivot. Like this is like a sport. Like R.P. Kobe, man. That motherfucker practiced and balled every day, all day until it was ridiculous. And was you know you understand what I'm saying? Like when niggas is out partying and drinking, he was in the gym going in. You want you 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 want to do this shit? You, you got to be doing this shit all the time. All the time. Period. Point blank. And you're not gonna be good when you start. It's a fact. Mm-hmm. So don't come in. Th- don't don't. When don't you got you gonna have to tuck tuck your ego a little bit. I mean, be confident in yourself, of course, but tuck the ego. You know what I mean? Because chances are you're not gonna be as good as you think you are. So th- this amount of focus that it takes to become a battle rapper. Would that be one of the reasons why we haven't seen a battle rapper fully cross over into a mainstream artist? Because it takes so much time 
And, and like, like well, I was. You must I, mean a newer battle. Well, rapper nah, I, like I was talking to Cortez Eminem, one time. Shout out to Eminem, Cortez. Eminem got battle footage out, and it's like well, the biggest selling rapper. He, all he's time. one of the few. But I was talking to Cortez one time. He told me he's like, yo, to prepare for a battle is like two, three months. You have to <coughs> yeah. just focus on just a battle. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you think maybe this is some of the reason why? Because battle rappers have like a bag stigma that like they can't make records. But see, the, but it's because they can't that's focus a, that's on a, that's records. A, that's or, a wax stigma because most people can't make records. That is true. So, but public perception is so, just he's a battle rapper and he can't make records. And, 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 that, and that stigma is from like 1990-something, bro. This is 2020, bro. Like That's an old-ass stigma from back in the day. Because there's a lot of battle rappers that make success, successful music. Sue Surf. Arsenal got joints with fucking Chris Brown. These niggas is battle rappers. I'm, I was, nah, I was going nah, to say somebody else. I ain't going to say that. <laughs> But public perception, right public like okay. uh, like people in the know would know that. But public perception, we haven't seen a battle rapper on Billboard, and that kind of what personifies an artist in public perception. Like in the streets, we know that this nigga got a record with this guy, but Billboard Man, wise, like the Michael Jackson of this generation. No, he is. But I'm saying, <laughs> you know but I'm saying, if it doesn't chart on Billboard, uh, it's not considered successful to the masses. So what? Like, w- will we see a battle rapper that crosses over? Hopefully. Hopefully, right? You know yeah, how that go. I mean, it's all a crapshoot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hopefully. And it's, it's, it's a whole lot of talent. You feel me? Hopefully. Absolutely. That's what I can say. So, so Poison Pen, what's next for Poison Pen? Uh, finishing this uh, project, man. We got this Immortal Technique album. We're finishing the uh, Middle Passage. I'm just hitting the road, man. Just recording. And I said, trying to stay prolific. Team Homie, we got a, we got a project dropping. Uh, we, got a, we got a video dropping on the 1st of February. You know what I mean? So check out the Team Homie project. That's 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 my team. You feel me? And I'm just trying to stay busy, trying to stay prolific, trying to stay on top of my game, man. That's all, bro. That's what it is. And um, just, and I'm still hosting battles, still throwing battles. So you still, still out still doing book, battles? I'm still booking prolific events. It's just, but I had, but you know, I, I've been so busy throughout the years. You know, looking out for everybody else. I want to, I want to, you know, I'm nice. I want to look out for me. I want to do my it's time. Time to put yourself in the forefront. Yeah, so I'm, you know, but I'm still, I'm still, I'm still in the loop. I'm yeah. just, it's just not my focus. I'm still in the loop. I, I did an event last week in Orlando. We got an event coming up next week, next month in Jersey. So I'm, you know, it's not, it's not every day, all day, but it's like every week or two. Every week or two. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Shouts to Guardians of the Culture, man. Yeah. Uh, the, uh, the videos are on demand now. The pay-per-view was last week. Uh, just check out. We got Sharon versus Geechee Gotti, uh, Mac Mayan versus A Ward, Loso versus J. No, Loso versus the Saga. Loso versus the Saga. I'm bugging. Loso versus J. Oh my God, the Saga versus J. Murder and a bunch of other battles. Man. There's so many battles. Man. But yeah, the the, um, the videos are on demand now. Go check them out. Check out Guardians of the Culture, man. Uh, shout out to the whole team, man. Shout out to Team Hami, man. Uh, in these streets is dropping. So fuck with us. That's what it is. And, and, and the final question, any poison pen battles happening? We have any of them on the radar? Or is it over? Or, I, 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 or if it makes I, I, sense, I, I, are we going to get I, I, a poison I, 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 pen I, I, battle? I highly doubt it. I highly doubt it. If, you know what I'm saying? Like, if, I gotta do, if I'm going to do it, I'm going to do it right, man. And, you know what I'm saying? I, I got to make I gotta, I gotta make up for some, for some uh, past mistakes. <laughs> but I'm, I'm not really pressed to because it's a different, it's a different mind state, man. Like, I don't feel that way about anyone to want to put that energy into it. And plus, I've been making music so long that I kind of like 
writing rhymes that I can say over and over again. Like yeah. when I'm on stage and shit. Yeah, you can't repeat that it, shit. It, it, it's one and done. You know what yeah, I mean? it's one and done. Like, I like. I like I like doing that. I like I, you know yeah. I like you I like using my rhymes and getting the it, recycle you know? rap. <laughs> I like going green. You know what I'm saying? You know. So um yeah, the, so the effort and energy to put into it, I would have to dedicate a lot into it. And plus, and being that I I do so many other things, it would have to really make sense. So I doubt it. I doubt it. Never say never, but I doubt it. Never say never. And on that note, listen, the infamous hour, officially out right now, go to youtube.com slash getadamfilms. You can always catch it on boombapnation.com or boombapnation social media. Shout out to Izzy. He's over there in the corner. Eventually, I'll get him here on the camera. Shout out to Poison Pen, the infamous Amadeus, signing off the infamous hour.